Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hello and welcome to the Radical Broccoli podcast. We are podcasting today from two different countries, so I hope that you have a good experience with that, and I'm excited to record. I don't know even what to say, I feel like the whole life has shifted and changed it since last time we talked, and today we really want to give you an update. First of all, on the last episode where we talked about food, where we just got so much feedback, so many messages in our inbox, so many emails. And so we want to talk a little bit more about that. And in March, we have such an amazing challenge, or not even a challenge, but we have goals in our membership where we are talking about manifestation, but taking it on a much deeper level. So everyone in our membership is manifesting three things for March, because the point of this is to keep focus. And it just works so incredibly well. So we want to share it here on the podcast as well. And lastly, yeah, I think we should just give a little life update. What's going on, where we are in the world. Yeah. So hi, Suze. Hello, hello. Good to be back. And yeah, I also want to say thank you for the feedback on the last episode. You never know when an episode is going to touch people in a certain way. Mm. Um, So that was very exciting and super fun because... We didn't know if it was something important to share, but it felt natural to us because it's been a challenging topic for the both of us. And we always love to keep it real, keep it honest, keep it grounded in our experiences and our results, basically. Yeah, but before we jump into food a little bit again, how are you doing? What's the mood, the vibe? Well, I am currently in Ericeira in Portugal, and I got here on Monday I believe feels like I've been here for a long time but it's not has only been a couple of days so on Tuesday I went to the bank signed probably 100 papers and was there for five hours actually we were seven people in the room and I finally got the keys to my new apartment yay I wasn't supposed to be here now I actually had a lawyer that was going to sign the papers for me in this whole process because I was supposed to still be in Costa Rica. But suddenly, like, so many things changed and I felt like I had to be here. And I'm really glad I was because there's so much to do. And so I've <laughs> done all the things I think is challenging in life, like fixing water in a foreign country, gas, electricity, all of these things. But everything's gone pretty smooth, actually except I don't have a bed yet. So I actually have to stay in an Airbnb <laughs> until Monday. But yeah, I'm here. It's been overwhelmingly difficult to come back to the cold, weather change. And I feel it like in my whole body is just constantly tired. So like two days ago, I had such a breakdown <laughs> after Ikea. And I think it's also because you make so many decisions at once that I was just overloaded. And I had to just break down. But luckily, I'm surrounded by good friends and good people. So that really helps the whole process. And good therapists. 
when I zoom out and think about this process in the long run of my life, I think I'm going to be so happy and proud that I'm actually doing this right now. So yeah, that's me. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that you build so much confidence by doing those things that you really dislike, like setting up water, electricity. Oh my God, it's daunting when you don't know the system. One thing is doing it in Norway. All the systems are so, you know, you log in with your ID online and you click a few buttons and then you fix all the things. But yeah. in Portugal and other countries, it's very different. It's very bureaucratic. Mm-hmm. And they're very uh, old fashioned. <laughs> very old fashioned. And I think they like to make the processes a bit tedious, slow, many people involved. It's like a cultural thing, which we yeah. have to respect. It's part of the beauty of it as well. But I think you're going to be forever grateful for doing it, for the confidence boost, for having your own place. Super, super fun and super exciting. Yeah. And just being able to do it. For me, it's like the biggest manifestation because now that I've been talking to a lot of friends there, they're like, how on earth did you get a loan in this time? <laughs> how did you even find a place? The market is crazy right now. And then, you know, I even when I bid for the apartment, I was just in the mood of having nothing to lose. So I actually got in the end a really, really good um, deal and people just can't believe it. And then that makes me be just extra grateful for it instead of drowning in like, oh, my God, I'm moving alone. I'm doing all of these things. I'm like, wow, you know what? You actually did it and you're capable of doing something like this. And it reminds me of starting a company. It's like starting a big project. You don't know what you're doing, but you just don't give up. Every day, I'm just waking up thinking, okay, how can I improve something today? What can I do better today? And in the end, I really love reaching my goals and then seeing the results. It's such a unique feeling of accomplishment. And I'm nowhere near finished. Like I don't have a couch. I don't, I still don't have electricity. Like there's so many details left, but I'm really trying to focus so much on the things that I can do and taking care of my mental health in the process. And I also spoke with my mom a lot because she is the queen of moving. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> As kids, both our parents are military. So we moved a lot. And she told me also about the move when she just got divorced and how it was so different to suddenly do something alone. And just like the small things and having to carry up that one thing when you really needed help. And mm. then she told me the feeling after and how she just grew so much from it and how much she learned. And now she's like, I'm a pro at it. <laughs> she really is. She is a pro. She says... Mm. Every time I've moved and I've had that little breakdown, you know, when you need to pack up the last stuff and you don't know what to do with yourself, yeah. you have to carry all the stuff and you feel so overwhelmed. She's like, moving is a part of life. Embrace it yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah. And I actually love that attitude because it is a part of life. We don't want to not make these huge changes but just because it's hard in the middle. No. And I think also, you know, moving, it is a very emotional process because... It touches upon so many of your core things like, and this is what I was talking with Sarah, who we've mentioned before, and we had in a membership, but she's one of the healers that I work a lot with. And she told me the pillars of life, you have relationship, home and work. And when one is unstable, it's challenging. If two is unstable, it's like, oh my God. And you just have to find your balance in the middle of that instability. 
And I think yeah. that that's when you have to start to nourish your relationship with yourself. And really, like, instead of beating yourself up about things, you just have to be the one for yourself saying, like, I'm so proud of you. You did this. Take a break right now. And after that experience, you're just going to have such a strengthened relationship with yourself. Yeah, exactly. I think moving touches upon safety, feeling of safety, because mm -hmm. you're changing your whole environment. And as always, everything goes back to the childhood. But when we did that as children, we always leaned on our parents and our caretakers to kind of provide that safety and that feeling of home, no matter where we were. But when we're doing it now alone and changing an environment, it's our responsibility also to create the safety in the new place. So yeah, it's so interesting. But actually what I realized is how much good programming both you and I have when it comes to apartments, moving and investments, because our parents were so incredibly good at educating us on this topic ever since we were yeah. five years old. Dad was like one of his pillars of his parenting was teaching us how to save money to invest in property. I'm so grateful and for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just saying, like, so many people are asking me, how do you manage to buy a place of your own? And literally, I think both you and I have worked ever since it was possible for us to work to earn money. Yeah. And it was something we both loved because it was so fun to see you put work into something and something happens, like you create yeah. some value. And mm. so I agree, like we both really learned to love to work. And when we were, I don't even remember, I think maybe I was 22 when you were 20. Yeah. We had worked like so many summers at Ikea <laughs> where we actually made a lot of money. And we literally went to Copenhagen and on our bikes we went. And this is such a beautiful thing about manifestation, almost being in like this bubble of not knowing better. But we took our bikes and we biked from bank to bank in Copenhagen <laughs> asking if someone can give us a loan. And yeah. in the end, somebody said yes. And I think together, it was the fourth we, or fifth bank. Yeah. I we mean, were imagine that, uh... two 20-year-olds and we're like <laughs> students. We had quite a bit of savings, I think. And it was all like from our own work. Yeah. And the fourth one said yes. And then I think we got, do you remember how much we were able to buy for? We borrowed 800,000 Danish crones, I think. Yeah. And, and so with that, a bit over a million Danish crones. Yeah, imagine you could get an apartment then for like a million. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we bought this beautiful place, Julius Blomsgade. Oh, and I think Such that was... Such a cozy apartment. Yeah, really. And then again, we were like, how can we make this even better? So we built a room where it wasn't possible to build a room. <laughs> so we were three people living in this apartment. But wow, what a good time we had there. Yeah, it's amazing. And that's, you know, when we started to learn, like, it's so much better to invest than to rent. And then yeah. because of that sale of that apartment, like four years later or five years later, we were again able to invest in an apartment in Oslo. But needed to say that we got financial help from family from that one. Yeah. And also yeah. for this time around. Yeah. So keep that it time we got help. 100% from... real and honest because I think yeah, it can be sure. a little bit, what's it called? This encouraging <laughs> yeah if you think that we just like magically yeah i so mean the second time it's a combination got, of things yeah second time we got more help from our dad and then 
three years or four years later, we sold that place. And then we were actually planning on buying something together in Portugal because we thought that was the only way we can get a loan. And because of we don't take out so much income in our company, like everything we earn, basically almost everything we put back into our company to grow it, to pay our team. So we're literally living on like the minimum. And when you apply for a loan area, you have to show like what you've earned the last six months. So together we got a loan. But then it was this summer I realized like we can't do that together. It's like because of all the um, growth we've gone through getting from very codependent to finally being independent. So I remember calling you saying like, Susa, I want to do it on my own. And you were like, yes, that's the best idea. <laughs> yeah, I wanted that too, but I was dreading telling you and you were dreading telling me. <laughs> that's so funny that <laughs> how that worked out. And then mm. we were both so relieved because we were like, wow, that feels empowering to do it on mm. our own because we've always depended on each other. Yeah. And it's the timing of life. We've worked our way out of, as you said, codependency into co-creation and independence in the most precious of ways. Mm. And that's still something that we constantly keep in check because it's easy to slip into old patterns. But I think that this decision made a big energetic shift also in that relationship. Yeah. And I think when you make decisions based on what is truly authentic, like doing it together would be out of fear. And then when you make that huge shift and you say like, no, I'm going to do it this way, which is truly aligned, then I believe you just get so much support from mm. everywhere. Yeah. And so I think from August to December, I was working on getting the loan, like probably every day talking with the bank, blah, blah, blah. And then I found the apartment and I just knew like, okay, that's the one. And the process was so long. And then finally in Christmas, signed the papers and then came back now, signed the papers. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great example of what we're going to talk about in the episode a bit later about manifestation. Mm. And also about, it took me back to that story that you posted yesterday, which was a little video clip of Oprah Winfrey. And she gets the question like, why do people not reach their goals and their dreams? Or and what is it that successful people do? To reach their goals and dreams. And she says yeah. that the only difference or one of the biggest differences, I would say, is that successful people decide and know what they want. Mm -hmm. And every decision and action they take leads to that result. Whilst exactly. most people, we don't know what we want. And then we just create on default or randomly and on all programming mm -hmm. and housing or buying a place is such a good example because you really have to decide to the detail of the object what is it that you want because if you mm. have too broad a search too big of an area or like too many different types of objects it's going to be hard because you will drown in information but if you know it's what so you want true. as this story shows you can move pretty fast but you have to take all the actions i mean you travel to portugal in christmas to sign the papers stayed overnight stayed at the hotel, booked Airbnb now, traveled home. You have done a lot of things that were uncomfortable and that mm. you thought maybe you weren't capable of. But then the result is what stands stronger because that was your goal. That was your guiding point all along the way. So it's not like you're yeah, going to give up so halfway. <laughs> no. But if you were yeah. unsure whether it was something you wanted, maybe you would have given up halfway mm. because it was too Or much. if I were to believe talk of the town that it's impossible to get a loan, it's impossible to find something, it's too expensive. 
True. You know, you really have to choose what stories you want to listen to and what you want to believe. And this mm. for me was kind of like, I don't want to say easy, but like the belief that I had in it just felt like I was so detached. But at the same time, I just knew that it was going to work. I just had the feeling it was just like a knowing the whole way that I just knew yeah. that it was going to go. And that's a really good feeling to have, actually. I think that's key in manifestation is that detached feeling. If you hold on and grip and your life depends on it and it must happen, it's so forced and kind of like this strained energy. And then it often fails. <laughs> exactly. Okay, but let's hear a little bit from you and then let's really dive into manifestation because we have so much <laughs> to say. Yeah, I am still in Costa Rica and the same place, same house. Been here since January 8th, almost approaching two months now, which has gone incredibly fast. And now I'm reaching my final two weeks soon, which always feels a little bit like, ah, I don't want to go. It's the worst (laughs) place to leave, honestly. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm finding so many things about going back to Europe that excites me, which I think is important. I need to help my brain, need to help myself. And I just feel so grateful. I feel so grateful I get to spend time here. I decided to do it. I took the risk. I paid the tickets. I did the things, took the chances, the leaps, the jumps. And I think that's what brings up so much gratitude because I know that there are so many points I could have stopped myself from going. Yeah, you were really afraid of flying, actually. Yeah, I think it's the same with the apartment. You know, when you've gone through the challenging decisions and the discomfort and the fear and the struggle, and then you sit in the results. It's just, it's an amazing feeling of accomplishment. And, but this place is so interesting. It's at the same time as it's paradise, it is quite chaotic at times. We've had so many days now without water. Sometimes electricity jumps in and out, and then the car has broken down every single day. So, it is proper full-on jungle life and yeah. it's a huge some, test of patience. And I feel like Santa Teresa will always tell you when it's time to leave. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of get... She's preparing you. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like you're being like, poo, okay, next, yeah. off to the next location. Happened to me last year. Yeah. Which is great. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to feel ready to leave. So it's the combination of soaking up every single ray of sunshine, feeling of the ocean, while looking forward to things uh, when I go back to Norway and trying not to dread the cold and make it a miserable experience because I know I can create any experience anywhere that I want. So it's a little bit of a mindset work. I have my affirmations on the fridge, keeping me focused on what I want to think because those repetitive thoughts can really create an experience. Yeah. And that is why we really in March, we're talking so much about focus. Yes. In manifestation, because the universe really works on the level of intention. And then your results is based on your actions, on your intention. But if you have 1000 intentions and 1000 different actions, that's what like, how can you ever manifest the things because it's like a little chaotic. So having this clear, clear, clear visions is so important. And speaking of focus, our brain is wired to look out for fears, which is why if we don't decide to focus on the good, we will be scanning 
what's challenging now? What's scaring me? What's going to be difficult? What do I fear? What do I dread? And if we let that go on default, the world becomes a very, very challenging place. So that's the important thing about focus. We have to choose to focus on the good. We have to choose to put gratitude in where we have fear or challenges or discomfort. Not saying that we shouldn't feel our emotions, of course, but we decide we have the power to choose what we think also. And I think that in the most challenging times where everything just feels like hopeless and just so shitty, what I've come to learn is that try not to fight it. Try to just literally let yourself fall apart and to cry and to actually feel that. And then something just happens where it kind of like releases a little bit and a little bit more and a little bit more. And I think you can only learn that by actually daring to actually do that and to let yourself not be okay all the time. So, so agree. 100%. I've also learned this expression from Sarah, but she always calls it a deepening. Sometimes we are taken on a deepening of a certain emotion or a certain consciousness or a certain energy and we want to stay positive, happy, <laughs> enthusiastic, but then it just like, it's not the time. We need to be humbled down and as you say, fall apart a bit and to allow ourselves to be. We are not supposed to be robots on top of things all the time. I wish sometimes that we could see the life cycles and the energy of our beings more literally, if you understand what I mean. <laughs> yeah. This is the part of me that wants control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to predict it. I want to know when it's going to go up and down. But it would be so funny to, for example, if we could see the color. I know that some people can, can see the color of your aura and what's going on in your field. But that would be cool if it was like, okay, now I'm going from purple to dark blue to black. Now it's time to slow down and let go of things and be emotional and all the things. Well, you know, you can train yourself to do that, actually. Yeah, true. <laughs> Very true. I, I'm curious. I think, actually, I'm having a new urgency in me that I've never experienced before, <laughs> which I am struggling a lot with. And I feel like all the time I cannot waste any more of my life, like waiting or not living to the fullest or... It's almost like I feel like I cannot waste any more time. And wow. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, or is it the ego? Like, I don't know where it comes from, but that has been my biggest challenge lately. It's almost like, I don't know if it's because I have spent so many years of my life not living, really living. And then like the thought of going back to something that's even a percent of that scares me so much. Or if it's just like... I'm getting older. I don't know. <laughs> it's a little stressful. But at the same time, it really pushes me to say yes to things and to be open and to step out of my comfort zone all the time and say, do things that normally I wouldn't. And that is giving me so many incredible experiences. But I think I have a huge fear of the boredom and the waiting periods and like not feeling like my life is relevant in a way. Mm, that's so interesting. Because seeing you from the outside, it seems like you have been a lot more open to meeting new people, for example, lately. And then that shows up a lot. You like suddenly meet people here and there, and then they invite you to things. And, then, and, then, and, then, 
And yeah. that is really, really cool because before you would be so much more closed off and so much yeah. more hesitant to <clears throat> meet people. Yeah, no, that is so true. I'm super open and I literally am <laughs> super social. That is like what I love. I love community. And I think that now that, I don't know, I think just something shifted in me. Like now I feel like I'm really, really living like to the fullest. And then it's parts of me are scared of like, now that I'm in Europe, for example, I have to go back to my old ways or like I have to become stricter or life is going to be boring again. Or I'm going back into <laughs> that feeling of numbness. <laughs> it's like, it's so strange. But I also know that in boredom, you find the most precious of gems of creativity. Oh, 100%. When I had in the beginning when I was here and I didn't have transportation device and I'm quite far out of town, I had so many hours of just nothingness. And it was so challenging to feel like I was bored and that I couldn't do things. I couldn't have stimuli and this and that. But wow, the ideas and the revelations and the things that came to me after I had gone over that little hill. Yeah. was so fascinating. So when you get really bored, you're on the verge of the breakthrough of creativity. Yeah, and I've never had so many ideas like I had the last weeks. <laughs> but that was also when I was in Santa Teresa. And I just always feel my very best. And I think it's just hard sometimes to go from one contrast to another. And we've done that so many times. We've been in Santa Teresa, had the time of our lives. And then we come home and it's always like, whoa, now what? <laughs> We're like... How can you start to create this at home? Or is it possible? Do you have to go back? And it's like, we keep choosing it because we keep going back and then we keep going back. So I guess every <laughs> single time it's like, you have to learn something new. And I think the point is that that energy that you build up, literally you can have that in you wherever and you should be able to create that experience wherever you are. But of course, the nature, the beach, the ocean, the sunsets, the people there, like it's unmatched, but... Yeah, I think it's just strange. I almost feel like I'm in an existential crisis. Yeah, I do think places have a different energy, but I also think that we can create the exact feeling we want anywhere. And I think that that perception is limiting a little bit. I'm totally on your page. I feel the exact same way. Shifting between Norway, Portugal, Costa Rica, that's my main three places or for you as well. And each place has its charm and its precious things. And it's challenges. Yeah. But and I think that when you are in Portugal or Norway, you're just closer to your old versions of yourself in a way. But we're sidetracking a little bit. We're going to talk about manifestation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we have talked a little bit about manifestation, but let's go yeah. into what you taught in the last membership class on Thursday, which was yes. so interesting. I did a little recap story on it on our Instagram at Radical Broccoli. But what was cool was that the feedback from our members was that they found it to be a grounded and in-depth and honest take on manifestation, which wasn't what you see on maybe on TikTok or think your way positively to approach this. We really like to go in-depth and break it down. And it's the radical way. Yeah. So as I said, the universe works on a level of intention. So setting very clear intentions, aka what you want to manifest, and then aligning every single action towards that goal and every single thought, then it's a hundred percent has to happen. And so the reason why things do not happen is because 
one, we don't believe it will happen. Two, we take actions that are not aligned with what we actually want. And also that we don't dare to face our fears and go through them in order to achieve what we want. And so often when we were asking for bringing something in, we are asked to grow to that level because our manifestations are not on the vibration that we are. If they were, they would be here. Literally everything you see around you now is a manifestation of exactly who we are at this point. And so the reason you don't have what you want is because you're not there yet. And in order for you to get there, you have to be on that frequency. And so it does mean that when you have to, I think the most important thing is like listening to your desires because they will always guide you to where you want to go. And I think most people, they stop themselves there. They don't dare to dream and they don't dare to listen to their desires because of a fear of being disappointed and a fear of not getting it. But it is our soul and our heart telling us like, this is where you want to go, especially if you truly, truly dare to listen, like what comes from your heart, not only from your brain or like what would look good for others or look good for your neighbor. Like really, what do I want? What I truly desire right now? And then it's about teaching yourself that our desires and needs, they can actually be met. And most of us never had that experience. Like we have a need and it can be met. And I think that is a huge one. So that's the first step that we were talking about in the membership. It's like listening to your desires. And then why we wanted to have three manifestations for March is because we need to train our focus. We need to train ourselves to keep focused on the things that we want. Because if we're like, oh, I want to manifest a dream life and a thousand other things. And then it's like, <laughs> it's too much at one time. So mm. it's almost like building a muscle in your brain to keep focus. And then what happens when you dare to listen to your desire, your ego will present you with all your limiting beliefs and all the stuff that is sort of in the way right now for you to reach that thing. And this is where like the hard work kind of begins. And you were giving us an example in the membership of how you dreamt of being upgraded when you're going to fly home so that you can have like a really good experience and a comfortable flight. Because when you flew there, you literally met all your fears. You had a horrible flight. You were scared, like you felt vulnerable, all of these things. And then we dug a little deeper into your experience where you where it was like, okay, your need was actually to be really seen and really taken care of. And then we talked about all the fears that you had of this not happening. And then it was just like such a beautiful example because you explained to us like where your fears come from. And then it was almost like, I think for you saying them out loud really made you think about this in a whole new way. I don't know if you want to share some of the fears. I don't exactly remember everything you said. Yeah, my fears. It was very powerful session. I think I worked through a lot then and there. But I think it was interesting seeing that, okay, you think of something, quote unquote, superficial as being upgraded to business class on the flight. But then you mm -hmm. dig deeper and you see that it's actually an existential need. For me, it was feeling safe, feeling taken care of. And my fears were existential, like, okay, what if I get sick? What if I get anxiety again? What if I, especially being pregnant, feeling extra, extra vulnerable? What if something happens to the baby and I'm alone? That was my fear. So... It's much deeper than a business class flight ticket, which everything is. And that was the cool part, because this is where you have to go, in my opinion, in I think your opinion too, is that was the beauty of what you were teaching was how deep do we have to go for that quote unquote superficial manifestation to come into life? 
And then like the nice thing is that when we work through these fears, either like with someone or journaling or just saying them out loud, breaking them down, really, then it's like we actually dare to look at it. We can process it. We can cry. We can release the emotion. We can figure out where this trauma comes from. And then that's when we're going to be on a completely different vibration. And then we need to start acting as if your thing already happened. You literally need to feel like, oh my God, that was the best flight ever. <laughs> and every day, not only thinking about the flight is specific, but every day revisiting how you want to feel. Like what tastes are you going to experience? What conversations are you going to have? How are you going to feel when someone holds your hand when it was shaking a little bit? All of these things. and. That is also the work, like just revisit all of these good feelings every single day and act as if it already happened. And this is clarity. This is like going straight forward to something, really being confident in it. Like no matter what kind of flight it's going to be, you are going to manifest that feeling. Clear. You don't know the how, you don't know the what. You can't get into the details. That's not up to you, but you can really control how you want to feel. Yeah. And then at the same time, letting go of the concept of, oh, it has to be an upgrade to business class, as you're saying. Maybe I can mm -hmm. manifest the exact vibe and feeling that I want without, or maybe it will happen. Let's see. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I thought of another example that we hear a lot, which I don't know why this came to me, but I think I should share it, which is very classic and that we get a lot of questions about, is I'm picturing a woman in a family, like a settled family, in a steady job, but she is kind of hating the job and so tired of it and really wants to do her own thing and have this dream job and this dream life and freedom. But she thinks she can't manifest that because she has a family and she needs to provide. And so the process of the fears that you need to go through then is something that you don't want because you know it's so deep. Your soul knows it's so deep because it will be looking at, okay, what if my partner doesn't support me? What if I split up a family because of this? What if I get divorced and have to move for myself? Those are the extents that we need to go through of fears. That's the fear and feelings we need to process. Not saying that ever is going to happen, but that's where I see people avoiding. No, I don't want to look at that. It's too scary. Nope. Closing off, shutting down, staying stable, staying what people call safe, which I don't call safe because there's nothing safe about feeling miserable. Then you're living literally your fear every single day. Exactly. So yeah, processing, going through the fears, the gold behind manifesting. Yeah, it's so fascinating. And now, because I've got so renewed inspiration and manifestation in Santa Teresa, and I just, again, I love watching YouTubes and I really like get into this good vibration. And now it's like every day I'm just asking, okay, I want the experience of good conversations today. I want to be led to exactly where I need to go. And I want to do the things that are going to make my body feel good. And then what I do after is I let go of control, but I start to listen to my intuition. And sometimes it's like, take right, go to Kashkais, go to this place, go to that place. And when I do that, things just happen. It's wild. Every single day I've manifested like things that have not been in my control. And it works. <laughs> it works so well. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. I love this topic and I love creating in this conscious way, playing with life, basically. Makes yeah. life so much more fun and free 
There's a lot of old patterns to let go of. For example, for me, that would be challenging because I feel like I need to have the structure. If it's a Monday, I should work this and this much so I can't follow all those intuitive nudges to going this and there and there (laughs) and changing up my whole schedule. So I know my own limitations so, so well. And I have more work to do on creating that full feeling of freedom and flow and trusting that X amount of hours of work, for example, doesn't necessarily result in X amount of money. It's not linked like that. No, No. It's linked to the flow more as a whole. And I think one of the things that helps is to surround yourself with people who really embody that and can show yeah. you like exactly how that looks like. And I know I have so many friends who really live that way. And what I've seen also from myself and from my own experience, because that is one of the places in my life where I really am <laughs> more aligned. But I just know with myself, like when I literally follow that flow of when it feels good and not good to work, even if it's like sometimes I can start 11 at night on a Monday, <laughs> like it doesn't even matter. I don't want to follow that structure anymore but that's when I create the best whenever I really follow that thing and then sometimes you just have to do things like certain things you have to do at certain times but the more and more and more I let go of like how I think it's supposed to look like and then listening to what I actually need in those moments and then when you're creating like really go in 100% do it with all of your good energy do it with like love and then it's a different result and I know with myself, like when I actually work and I do do something or a project that I love, like hours go by and I don't even notice. You can just work constantly. But if I'm trying to force something, then it's so hard yeah. and it just doesn't give any good results. No. But I do also believe in structure. Like for me also, I mean, I think if I would let everything flow in my life, I wouldn't feel too good either. Like you have to have some masculine energy especially when you run a company, it's like you do actually have to show up. But it's yeah, I think fine, like, fine line. Yeah. But for most of us grown up in Norway or in the Western world, we can let go a little bit more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and allow so ourselves to have a really good time in the daily yeah. life to enjoy it. And as you're saying, embracing that feeling that this is the life right now. That's why I quit my old job. I was like, there's no time to be stuck overwork and be miserable and be sick. This is my life. One life. I have one fourth of March at 31 years old and it's today. Yeah. And I'm going to embrace it to the fullest. Oh my gosh. That doesn't mean you have to do, we have to go to the Tivoli and the this and the that and (laughs) go out and party. It means just like appreciate it, embrace it. Um, Take Mm. a few choices here and there where you really honor yourself and celebrate life. Yeah. So if you can sum up, like, if you want to join us manifesting three things for March, write down three of your desires and something that you can believe you can achieve also because you want to build up your confidence when you first start and make sure they come from the right place within you. And with that, I mean, like, you will figure it out. You will know when it comes from the right place. And then face your fears, but also start acting as if it already happened. And when you envision yourself having that desire, I want you to picture like getting up in the morning. What are you drinking? What are you wearing? What kind of slippers are you taking on? What kind of bed sheets are you sleeping in? I want you to envision like, who do you talk to at the beginning of the day? How does your day unfold? How do you feel? How do you look? How is your hair? How do you smell? Really like get into all of this because you literally invite your subconscious mind on board and it will pull you there because it's like, oh, this is where she wants to go. 
And that's the way to do it. But if you only focus on like, I want 20,000 kroners and then March is going and you're going to be like, oh my God, I don't have it. And then you're going to go back in lack. And then you're going to continue in lack mentality. But if it's like that money means like, "Mm, I'm waking up to the smell of fresh croissants (laughs) or something like that. Like you will literally be pulled (laughs) by your subconscious mind to those experiences that will bring you to those places. Yes. I got Um, an idea. Because I want to do a live meditation on our Instagram. But I was thinking that either maybe you want to do a guided visualization of those three manifestations coming into life, either in our membership or on Instagram, or I could do it. I think it could be a really good combo with that challenge. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, because I don't know I where that to too. look always for a guided meditation, the specific way that I want it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll do that. Okay, let's see. (laughs) And also, if you want to see the full class that Annette held last Thursday, we'll put the link in our description. And then you can buy a single class where you can see that whole hour of learning. And there are two or three examples that we go through. It's an in-depth class. It was really, really good and eye-opening for myself. And I think for those who joined and we had such good feedback. So make sure to check that out, even if you're not a member. And if you want to become a member, then when you purchase your membership, you get access to all the classes that we have ever had in the membership. It is such a portal of... (laughs) It's like the whole universe in there. Literally, if you want to manifest the life of your dreams, you have so many hours to dive into and it breaks down everything. It's such an incredible library. We have put all our tools in there. Everything that we do, everything we're curious about is in there. So go ahead and join the membership. I highly recommend also to meet this amazing community of people who are on the same journey and the same path as you, which is something that is so supportive when we do these things is to hear stories from others, hear the support. What are they struggling with? And then we build new friendships as well through this community, which is so cool. We also have meetups, we have retreats, we have in-person things as well as this online membership. So we are lucky to have this as a job. Yeah, <laughs> dream job. <laughs> hmm. But before we wrap up, you wanted to talk a little bit about food as well and just the feedback. And... Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, I just saw that the time was flying by. Yeah, no, I was just going to say like for myself, actually, even after recording that episode, I felt even more freedom in myself and food. And so I think like talking about it even still for me was so good. And it was reminding me again of all the things I needed to hear. So I think that we just need to have this as an open conversation and remind each other like of how at ease we can be with things, of how we can let go literally like with the schedule let go of the control around food and just start listening again to your body like what is it that it needs right now and Hmm. sometimes it needs chips and sometimes it needs scrambled eggs and it's just like it's both of them are so okay yeah that feeling of allowing everything is Hmm. very relieving for the whole body the system I feel like that also helps the body naturally adjust to the shape and size and everything that it wants to be and the energy level. And that's not to say that I make perfect choices all the time, but I certainly allow myself to indulge a lot and it feels really, really good. But of course, we both also have a very healthy, staple diet, I would say. 
which is something that I also value. So I think that the goal for me is to create freedom in every area of life. And then just the road to that, it's going to be very, very fun and interesting. <laughs> exactly. And when you set this intention now, things are going to come to you that are going to help you in reaching that. Yeah, I think one of my biggest intentions for March is to just have the most beautiful, loving connections and people and conversations in my life and really like being super open to that. And already that has happened every single day. So Aww. I just wish you all happy manifesting and like go for it. Yes. Thank you for listening to our podcast again. We want to hear from you. Send your feedback on a DM or send us an email or put your comments in the iTunes app and your rating there. So, so cool to hear from you. And to you, Annette, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. I'm going to go get a manicure and then I'm going to rest. <laughs> nice. What about you and the beautiful I Santa am going Teresa. into town and I'm not sure what the day holds, which is always exciting. Well, then you can be open to the best possible outcome for the day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you for listening. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i Fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.